0: Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O Podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Hey everyone, it's Sherri Stahl, host of the Soul H2O Radio and Podcast Show, your on-air Ladies Bible Study event. Nicolette Herbert from Open Doors Ministries is here today giving us a front row seat at what life is like for fellow believers in persecuted areas of the world. I'm so glad you're here for Episode 111. It's not a popularity contest, and my intention is to make you aware of the struggles your Christian brothers and sisters around the globe are experiencing and motivate you to a stronger, more resilient faith. Downloadable Soul H2O journal pages help you dive deep into the teaching segment and quench your spiritual thirst. You can even use them for your personal devotions and find them on today's show notes at soulh2o.com slash 111. So let's dive into today's Soul H2O devotion and get refreshed. You won't win many popularity contests becoming a Christian, at least not in today's culture. Open Doors Ministries estimates 11 Christians are currently dying for their faith somewhere in the world every day. And that number doesn't include the thousands upon thousands of Christians being persecuted by shunning, imprisonment, slavery, burning with acid, rape, or beatings. Open Doors research has found that in North Korea, Christians are considered hostile elements to be eradicated. Even though being found gathering for a service, praying, singing, worship, or even owning a Bible can send them to 15 years in labor camps or be killed. There are about 300,000 believers there and growing faithfully serving Jesus, defying that unjust regime. Open Doors recently reported on the growing persecution and martyrdom of Christians through the influence of media. And I'm not talking about just getting your post taken off of Facebook for sharing a scripture or prayer, which seems to have stopped lately. They told about an Indian believer and teen pastor named Sukumar, who in the middle of the night was crushed and hacked to death in the winter of 2020 because activists circulated on social media through Facebook and WhatsApp that the recent deaths in their village were caused by Christian witchcraft led by him. TV news reported the same, even though people continued to die after his body was discovered because the issue was contaminated water. Also trending on social media in India are the false accusations that Christians are forcing people to convert and they kill cows as part of their faith. Pastor V and his 13-year-old daughter are repeatedly being assaulted by gangs because of this. Renee a researcher at Stanford University, said, If you can make it trend, you can make it true. I think she's on to something, as a mob of over 100 people accosted a man named Ravi, taking him to a cow protector to be murdered. Other local Christian men were dragged out of their homes and beaten, while Christian women were sexually assaulted in the street as communal punishment for the alleged sale of an ox. Media has become an effective tool to target and attack Christians around the globe. Even in Canada, we're seeing growing disdain for Christians in the media, and it shouldn't come as a shock to us since Jesus said in John 15 verse 18, If the world hates you, understand that it first hated me. In Matthew 5, verses 10 to 12, Jesus also said, Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil things against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad because great is your reward in heaven, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. And make note, these verses are talking about people speaking negatively or persecuting you because of your faith in Christ, not because of any offensive, unChrist-like behavior from you. Remember, Jesus was hard on the religious, rule-enforcing, hypocritical elite, but gentle with unbelievers and those who wanted to learn. I'm not saying all this to make you fearful because Romans 8:35 to 37 should make you bold as it says, who will separate us from the love of Christ? Will trouble, distress, persecution, famine, nakedness, or sword? As it is written, for your sake, we encountered death all day long. We were considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. You're going to be blessed if you're like Sakumar, Pastor V, his daughter, or Ravi, who overcame or are still overcoming by their faith, either here on earth or for eternity. They realized it's not a popularity contest, but a relationship we're standing up or even dying for.
1: I'm just looking forward to being able to connect with people, to speak with them about issues that are current, and to get their perspective on things and to kind of bounce ideas around, and then also to hear from those who are listening, because we learn by listening. And I think that's a big part of what I hope the show is about, learning from each other and listening as much as talking. Okay, here we go. Good music, good conversation, good company. Faith strong today's good company. With me, Holly Taylor, weekdays at 5 p.m. right here on JOY.
0: Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Nicolette Herbert works with Open Doors Canada, an international ministry strengthening the persecuted church for more than 65 years in more than 70 countries. She's passionate about seeing the global church become united and transformed by the love and compassion of God. Nicolette is super excited that she'll soon be married to her sweetie, Matthew. And I just can't wait to get this discussion going. Welcome to the Soul H2O radio and podcast show, Nicolette.
1: Thank you so much, Sherry.
0: Oh, it's great to have you here. And I would love for you to share, like, how did you end up at Open Doors? What inspired you to start working with them?
1: I started at Open Doors uh, just about a year ago. We're coming up on a year. It's just a fantastic team. But I'm drawn to the work of Open Doors because seeing the church united is something that's just really big on my heart. Because maybe we all understand God a little bit differently or we've had different experiences. But it's just so beautiful to me that we're all connected and that we're one body Um, through Christ and one family, that's really the heart of Open Doors is to connect the Canadian church with the persecuted church. Just seeing the church unified is just the most beautiful thing
0: that is such an incredible thing and as you're working in 70 different countries you're seeing that on a different scale than a lot of us get to see where that global church is working together i'd love for you to share a bible study tool or tip something that you use in your personal daily walk with the lord
1: for sure so some great advice that was given to me um, as a teenager uh, just young and figuring out my relationship with god was when you don't feel like talking to God, talk to God about it. And it's a funny little <laughs> statement. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 It was from my youth pastor and um, it's just, it's a funny little statement, but it stays in my mind because um, there, there are seasons in life where sometimes you don't feel as close to God or sometimes um, you're walking through something that's difficult and you maybe don't even want to talk about it because how challenging it can be. And uh, this, little statement just reminds me like even in the middle of challenge and when I don't want to vocalize things because man to talk about that that really hurts um I I still need to bring those things to God and even Mm -hmm. tell him why I find it challenging to pray about it and just choosing to be honest and open can just change my outlook on uh connecting with God and and i feel him closer when i choose to be honest so i hope that's helpful to somebody else out there today
0: i think it will be and i know that david was like that he just let it all Mm -hmm. out you read the book of psalms and he doesn't you know dance over when he's upset with god when he's frustrated with life and when he's going through difficult times when he's happy sad mad every emotion that he Mm -hmm. feels He just shares it with God. And so I think that's really great advice your youth pastor gave you and you're giving us today. So I hope girls will implement that one. And wondering if you have a verse that's either a favorite verse or one that's inspiring you lately that you could share with the audience.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm sure many people have heard this verse, but it's about the fruit of the spirit. So Galatians 5 verse 22 to 23 says, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. And uh, I love this verse because, yes, it teaches me about what I am to pursue and and how my character will be as I allow Christ to transform me. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think it also helps me to understand the character of God as well. And just having in my mind, you know, like when I experience uh love when someone shows patience to me that's how god sees me too um and you know god is so almighty and all powerful and so like infinite that sometimes and there is a mystery to his character but having the fruit of the spirit to help me understand him uh helps me to draw closer to him too so yeah yeah, that's
0: been encouraging me lately That's really good. Great insight on that scripture verse there that, you know, it's really just displaying his character in our lives and so the more that we're like him the closer that we Mm -hmm. get to him so really great advice here for people to take hold and and to implement in their own lives now you work for open doors ministries and they do a lot and so I'm wondering if for the next little bit that we could just talk about what open doors is what they do and how they're making an impact
1: absolutely At Open Doors, we work to strengthen Christians where faith costs the most uh, so that they can continue to be the church in uh, some of the most dangerous places on earth. And um, our work started with um, a Dutch missionary named Brother Andrew in 1955. Uh, He discovered that churches behind the Iron Curtain were isolated and alone, and they didn't have access to the gospel. And he began smuggling Bibles across the border um, in order Mm -hmm. to encourage the church and show them that they weren't alone or forgotten. And his work developed uh, over time into this international ministry today. And we basically just want to support the church and help them to survive and continue to exist and be present, um, even under severe persecution. Um, So there's uh, four main categories to our work. Um, they are Bible and Christian literature distribution. So um, we distribute Christian literature, like teaching materials and Bibles, um, and they're translated in all these different languages. And they are uh, given to persecuted believers around the world so that they have access to the Bible. So it's the first What a way. great thing.
0: Wow, yeah. that's so great, where they don't have the funds, maybe, or access mm-hmm. to this literature. So that's great. So you've got lots of, you know, things that they can
1: get their hands on. Absolutely. And, um, you know, sometimes, uh, like, it's, it's just one Bible that a whole community is sharing. So maybe somebody wouldn't have a, access to a Bible for a few weeks. Giving Bibles is just a simple thing. Like, I'm sure many people in Canada probably have more than one Bible in their home. Um, Maybe 10 in my bookshelves. But yeah, well,
0: I can't wait. Let's come back after the break and hear those other three points of how Open Doors
1: is helping Christians around the world. I'm Nicolette Herbert from episode 111. And my music pick for the Soul H2O radio and podcast show is Not Today by Hillsong United and Taya.
0: The warmer weather means you're always on the move and the My Joy Radio app means the songs you love and the encouragement you crave move with you. Never miss another minute with 24-7 access to the Joy Radio live stream. Get the latest messages from the ministries you love delivered right to your smartphone or download them ahead for offline listening. Be uplifted, whether at the office or the beach. The My Joy Radio app, available now. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. We're back from the break with Nicolette Herbert from Open Doors Ministry. And we were just talking about the four different ways that uh, Open Doors helps the persecuted church. And we got through the first one where they have so much literature. I'm wondering if you could just share the the other three
1: areas that you help? Absolutely. So the second way that we help persecuted Christians is through community or socioeconomic development. Um, So providing uh, care and just education, medical care, that that sort of thing. The third way is uh, training and discipleship to pastors and leaders and also to persecuted believers so that they can survive through persecution and how to do that. And the last way is through prayer, advocacy, and presence ministry. So getting the global church to pray for the needs of the persecuted church.
0: Oh, that's such great work. I love what you said in the first segment that you guys are helping Christians where faith costs the most. And I saw on your website some statistics that are heartbreaking and that um, on the Open Doors Canada, they reported that globally 6175 Christians were detained without trial, arrested, sentenced, imprisoned because of their faith, not any other reason then that there were 3,829 Christians abducted because of their faith. And shockingly, 5,890 Christians were killed last year for faith-related reasons just, or in the past year. So these are shocking statistics.
1: And is this common year after year? This is common. This is something that happens every year, unfortunately. Um, persecution, There is a violent aspect to persecution, and there's also a pressure aspect to persecution. And one thing that we have seen over the years is that persecution is on the rise. There is more Mm -hmm. pressure that Christians are facing and more violence as well. Wow. And so that's why we
0: need to be praying for them. Every day. Absolutely, absolutely. So what are the main countries where Christians' lives are being taken for their faith? Maybe if you could tell us the top 3 or something where Christians are literally being murdered because of what they believe.
1: Yeah, so um well, the top 2 countries actually make up 90% of those mm. over 5,000 deaths and the country where Christians are killed the most is Nigeria and that is that makes up around 79% of uh, Christian deaths or Christian wow. murders. And mm. uh, Pakistan follows at around 11%. So you can see the vast majority of Christian murder happens in Nigeria, um, wow. which is actually, yeah, Nigeria is the country with the highest violence score um, in Open Doors World Watch list research. So mm. Christians in Nigeria face the most violent.
0: Wow. We are so blessed to live in a country where we have freedom of religion, and sometimes it's kind of hard to relate to our persecuted brothers and sisters. So why should we, as Canadians, care about what's happening in the persecuted church in other parts of the world?
1: Yeah, well, um, I think there can be this myth that there are two churches, that there's the persecuted church, and then there's the Canadian church, with The rest of the church. But in reality, the Bible teaches that we are one body of Christ. And the Bible also teaches that as a body of Christ, when one member of the body suffers, all suffer together. So it's Mm -hmm. not that when our brothers and sisters around the world face persecution, like that's a them thing. Um, And it doesn't impact us. It totally does impact us. And if we don't care for them and if we don't show love and support to other members of the body of Christ how can we show love to the rest of the world that doesn't even know Christ you
0: know absolutely absolutely we are one it doesn't matter if we're sitting in our comfy homes in Canada or if we are in Nigeria we are the body of Christ and we need to really hold them up so what are some lessons that we as Canadian Christians can learn from the persecuted church
1: when I hear stories of our persecuted believers around the world. It's just, it's incredible how much um, people have to give up because of their faith. Some people give up their freedom and they're imprisoned for years and years and they don't see their family simply because um, they're Christian. Um, Some people have to keep their faith a secret and they can't be honest about uh, what's going on in their heart, with their family, with their community. Um, There's so much freedom that's given up, but it's so worth it to them because for them to live as Christ and their, their faith is the most important thing. And that is the thing that they will sacrifice everything for. And I think the biggest lesson that we can learn from them is, is gratitude and uh, to, see our, to be grateful for the, our faith in God and for our freedoms.
0: Mm -hmm. Reminds me in Philippians when it talks about Jesus and how he gave up his rights that, you know, we a lot talk about here are our rights and our freedoms, but yet there are Christians around the world so willing to give those up in order to can continue in their faith with Christ. So incredible, incredible strength that they show us and incredible gratitude. You're right, where they just are Mm -hmm. so thankful for everything. And they especially when they get the materials from you. They're so grateful for those Bibles and even portions of the Bible and and Bible studies that you send. It's just amazing. So are there any common myths about the persecuted church or persecuted Christians that you
1: could share? Absolutely. Um, So I already mentioned that um, a common myth is um, that there are two churches, uh, the persecuted church and us. And that's not true. We are one church. But another one is that persecuted Christians are like heroic They absolutely are Mm -hmm. inspiring, but it's important to remember that each persecuted believer around the world is just like us, and it's not like the persecution they face doesn't impact them. A lot of people have deep emotional trauma or a physical trauma that they have to heal from, and it can wear you down after time, and we pray. That's why it's so important to pray for them and to pray that God would protect their faith, because the reality is that some people do end up walking away from Jesus, or some people mm-hmm. do end up giving up on their faith. Um, a lot of people have to live as secret believers, where they can't tell anybody um, about their faith. So maybe they're saying a Hindu prayer or a Muslim prayer, but in their hearts they're praying to Jesus. And living like that every day can can wear you down after time. So mm-hmm. they're not invincible, um, and they... They're human, like us, and things take a toll, and they—they they really, really need our support.
0: Nicolette, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show and 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 sharing with this. Thank you for having me. My challenge for you this week is to check out Open Doors Ministry and read some of their blogs. You can find a link to their site and anything we mention on the show in this week's show notes. Before you go on their website, pray and ask God to show you who or what you can be praying for in order to strengthen the faith of our brothers and sisters in the persecuted church around the globe. Believe it or not, it'll also bolster your faith in powerful ways. Then... Let's take it a step further. Do you have a friend who also prays? Could you share this episode with them in hopes that they'll join you and me in praying? Now, from all of us here at Joy Radio, we're so glad you joined us for Episode 111, It's Not a Popularity Contest, on the Soul H2O Radio and Podcast Show. Make sure to check out the show notes for deeper insights, scripture graphics, and information about our guests at soulh2o.com slash 111. Until next week, I'm praying you stay blessed and refreshed. We appreciate your support to help Soul H2O Ministries continue and want to thank all of you who partner with us in making this Joy Radio show a reality so people can come and get refreshed. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O Podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world.